Welcome to Gym Owner Freedom. I am Scott Carpenter, and I am a former broke, struggling, frustrated, and overworked gym owner that felt stuck no matter what I did to try and improve the business. Once I realized that the answer wasn't what I thought it was, just getting more clients, and after really doing the math on acquisition and churn rates, I realized I wasn't even playing a winnable game to begin with. With my current price structure, mathematically, there was no way I could afford to pay my staff so I could scale up and out of the business that I could have the time, the money, the impact, and the freedom that I always knew I was capable of. Once I learned how to add value by selling transformational programs to people who needed more than just workouts, everything changed in my life. Today, I own six gyms that all run without me, and I am free to pursue my passion projects and work just because I love to, not because I have to. And if that's a goal that we mutually share together, then this is the show for you. I'm gonna teach you the framework to make way more money with less clients and open up a world of possibilities to you. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in every week. It'll change your life, I promise you that. Tiach, what is going on, my brother? We are live. Uh, Scott, you know where Scott's at? I'm going to call Scott out. Do you know what Scott's number one hobby is in life? I do. Um, I forget. Was it fencing? Yeah, like I call it like like sorcery, like sword fighting. Like hopefully Scott doesn't watch this. I always throw him under the bus. Like he's he's like all in. Like yeah. So he's he's uh I think he's going to California the next four days. So uh, he uh he 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 asked like, hey Dave, what the heck are, are you going to talk about? And that I reached out to you and dude, I'm I'm pumped for this conversation. Uh, we get to talk about how important was it for you to find someone where you can pass them over, not maybe 100% of the sales responsibility, but to find your partner in crime. As a gym owner, like how much anxiety and stress did that take off of your shoulders, you know, having that person? It it was definitely game-changing because it's very stressful having to find a time to meet with every single person that came in, especially when you have to meet with people either before work and after work. Um, a lot of times, like, most of my day is the AM. So I, I want to meet with people first thing in the morning. If it was at night, you know, 536, 6.30 PM, I was finding myself getting burnt out. I wasn't as present. So with Bethany, she's there in the afternoon. So we've got it set up right now where I handle most all consultations and PCs in the morning. She does all the afternoon um, uh, or unless we are a good fit for that person we're meeting with. So that's another really good benefit is she can relate to the ladies a lot better than I can. So if there's a, a lady that I'm talking to in the DC or just conversation, and I feel like this would be a really good conversation for Bethany to have, I'm going to be like, Hey, Bethany, this girl would be perfect for you to chat with. Um, and she's actually probably sold more high tickets than I have because of it. So I love it. Well, for you guys, so that, that's what we're covering today, guys. We're going to go a deep dive into finding your Robin, finding someone that can step up to the plate uh, and not just sell $200, you know, memberships, but like, like Tia said, potentially maybe even sell a higher ticket program at a higher percentage than you. So that's today's topic. Uh, if you guys are tuning in live, make sure you put that into the comments. Uh, give us some likes and loves. Uh, if you're watching this thing on replay, type replay. 
Uh, before we start into like the tactics, T-Hutch, on how did you find Bethany? How did you train Bethany? How are you holding Bethany accountable to doing some of what I like to call the dirty work? Uh, because sales just isn't the one-on-one -on -one conversation. There's so much more that goes into it. Uh, I want you to walk everyone through. You kind of have a unique story, right? You're not you're not living in uh, Chi, who just joined uh, PTL. He's living in Beverly Hills, right? So, I mean, he has it. We've built him a ten thousand dollar high ticket program. Uh, we have gyms that we work with across the world. Uh, tell everyone kind of this from a high level. You've been with us for, I guess, shoot, what a year now? Way over a year. It, yeah. Over a year, yeah. Um, I believe October of twenty two. So just about a year and a half, yeah. Okay. Um, so walk them through like, start your model. With, yeah, like your town. Yeah. Let, like, let's start with yeah. your town. I, I kind of like to start there when, when going over your story. Yeah, so it's definitely a little bit different than than most of the other gym owners watching this. Um, I live in a really small town in Michigan. It's called Sandusky, Michigan. It's in the thumb. Um, it's only 2,600 people. There are some neighboring towns kind of on, you know, like 10 mile radius around us. Um but we offer your 24 seven access plus your group, plus your personal training. And then we bolted on the transformations. Um, so that was, that's kind of what we're having as far as our offers go, because we want to try to serve every, every demographic um, being in such a small area. And we're the only gym in a 20 mile radius. Um, the, the median household income is maybe 40,000, maybe 50,000 a year. So definitely not a very high income area um, and not a huge population to work with either. Okay. So gym membership, then you have group training, you have one-on-one -on -one training, then you have your transformation bolt-on. That's kind of your, your menu. Yep. And what is the investment for your high ticket program? And kind of let's walk them through that offer too. And you'll see guys, this all yep. connects, uh, to kind of step number one, like what I recommend, if you're going to train a number one, you find your Robin, you need to have a high ticket program on the menu. Uh, but kind of go over the details of your, your $3,000 offer. Yeah. So we have a um, personal training transformation and then we have the group transformation. So the personal training is 3K. The fulfillment on that, the offer is going to be three training sessions a week. Um, they're going to get that weekly mentoring meeting. We're going to build out their habit tracker, their nutrition uh, strategy, um, and take them through nine weeks. And then it's the same exact thing for the group. They're just doing, they can do unlimited group. Most of them start with three a week. Um, yeah. So that, those are the two high ticket offers that we have on the menu. Love it. For everyone listening to just kind of out of curiosity, like what is like, even if you don't have a high ticket program on your menu, like what is like the, 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 the max, like what is your premium product on your menu? Uh, what are you charging for that? So uh, type that in the comments uh, just out of curiosity. So $3,000, your high ticket offer. And what's the median household income T Hutch? 40, probably 45, 50,000 for, for households. Yeah. Okay. So the question is, this is the million dollar question. How many high tickets do you sell on a monthly basis, right? Because you're, so you're asking for 3000 bucks, the median household income, you know, isn't, it's not Beverly Hills. So uh, how many like average month since you started, like how many transformations are you guys averaging? Um, honestly, only maybe one to three a month. So that's kind of the goal for us is like, Hey, if we can sell, you know, 20 transformations a year, that would be awesome. Um, last month we, we sold two. So here's a great example. Last month we had, since we have so many things on the menu, we had 49 total members sign up. So new members was 49. 
Okay. Of that 49, 36 were gym access, okay. four were PT, four okay. were group, and two were high tickets. So out of the 10 people that sign up for like group or PT, um, you know, two out of 10 would be doing the high ticket. So 20% of the people are doing the high ticket, but, and that we'll get into, you know, how it's worked so well for me. I don't know if you want to get into it yet, but. You know what, I think there's certain, there's, there's probably a lot of gym owners that are tuning in. Right. And I think, man, even the, when I scroll through news feeds, right. And you see high ticket, it kind of makes your skin kind of crawl a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's just, it has this, I don't know, this connotation. Like, I guess I've been in the game for a while now that like, I love when you guys sell high ticket programs, but I'm also equally as excited, especially when you're passing off the sales role to where you have the high ticket item on the menu, you talk about it. It just allows you to price anchor everybody in. And then it allows you to sell. You're the king of the six week challenge. So man, mm -hmm. it just it makes the process so much easier. Just having that premium item on the, on, on the menu. Uh, would you agree with me to Yach? Just, I mean, just yeah. having that, uh, and then even, you know, connecting that to Bethany who she went through an eight week, uh, uh, sales crash court with, with us, uh, PTL. What does just having that option on the menu, like what did, how did that work with just kind of her confidence from day one? Yeah, that was definitely a game changer. And I'll go back a little bit. So before we even started doing any of the high tickets with you guys, our staple product was your gym launch six week challenge. You know, it was, we did 399 was the highest we had ever charged. And I was nervous about that number. You know, I was nervous to ask for that 399 and they could win it back. And I was still nervous to ask that number. You know, that was still the original gym launch play where, hey, it's 399. And if you hit your goal, you can win your money back. And of course, it says credit. We did really well with that. I'm not going to lie. Like it does work well. But at the end of the day, you don't get as many people to stick with it. They don't make the progress that you're hoping that they're going to make. It doesn't stick as well. So, by bolting on the, the $2,000, the $3,000 transformation, even if we only sell one of them out of 10 people, it became extremely easy to ask for $6.99 on the six-week challenge. And that's double what it was. And it was like cake to sell it because you start with the two to 3K offer. If that was just out of the question, too expensive, no problem. We've got a program that's 80% of the transformation. You're still going to get the, the mentorship with the weekly check-ins. You're still going to get the nutrition. You're still going to get the workouts. The good news is it's less than half the cost. It's only $6.99 and people snagged wow. that up and it was easy to ask for. And, and we were charging $300 more than we used to. And they don't win their money back. So it's just, it was a game changer for her. That really resonated. Um, she was able to, to sell that, you know, very, very easily as well. So that's the, the, that's the exact, like if we're saying, okay, guys, what are the three pillars? Pillar number one, if you want to have someone take over for the sales, it's just having that high ticket program on the menu. Uh, even at our new, uh, our newest, uh, green light location. So the guy that we put in charge, uh, Brandon, he's going to be at the end of the day, he's going to be a sales killer. But right now he came into like his first console uh, uh, at Greenlight was his first PT console ever. He had, sold, he, had, he had done some like orange theories in the past. So I had the conversation with Brandon day one. I'm like, dude, just talk about our premier, you know, 
13 week transformation. It's got hormonal support where, you know, it's the staples easy button. I go, you're probably not going to sell any, but it's just going to make that downsell just so much easier. Uh, and now, you know, Brandon at our location, like he's selling our first gears and our second gears, you know, that 400 to $800 price point, he's selling it and he's closing to 80 to 90%. So mm -hmm. number one, guys, uh, when you're finding that kind of that, that you're Robin, just the fact that you have that high ticket program on the menu. Okay. Like maybe they go over their first 15, over their first 20. But if you're connecting that and in T Hutch's instance, just having that on the menu, it almost what doubled the price. Damn near yeah. doubled the price, went from $399 to $699. So I don't know if that's doubling, but you've you've added $300 more on just the fact that you had that higher ticket on the menu. That allows Bethany. What's Bethany's closing percentage? Like she sits down with 10 right now, right? She's closing. You said for what two out of the 10 are doing a high ticket program. Yes. So that's something I want to get into. And, and it's nice having kind of three main offers. You've got your high ticket, your bin ticket, and then your commodity offer, your group or your PT. If 10 people walk through the door, two people would do high ticket. Okay. Two people are just going to do the commodity, the, the, the training. Six people are going to be doing this the six week. They're going to choose the middle offer. Um, that's pretty much what we're at when whenever we sit down with someone. And would you say you and Bethany are probably similar percentages at the end of the day? Yeah. 10, mm -hmm. to 10, that's going to be the breakdown. Two higher tickets, two commodities, six of them as your your accountability, your, your six-weeker. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually just stats. I mean, it, it, most people just sh shoot for that middle option. You know, they want, they don't, they maybe want the best of the best but they definitely don't want the worst of the worst. They're going to mostly choose whatever you have in the middle. Um, so that's where it's just become a game changer okay. for us. And then it's always obviously a bonus when we can sell the high tickets, but. Love it. So the next question is, so like step number one, guys, you got to have a high ticket offer on the menu. Like before you can really think about bringing someone on board to sell, it's just commission like that, that man, having that higher ticket item on the menu changes everything. So let's say that you have it. So now you have the high ticket. So your perfect instance, T Hutch, you built your high ticket offer. Okay. I believe it was what you were four to six months in PTL. And then we're like, let's train Bethany on how to do this. Was that kind of the, kind of the, 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 the check marks it's build the high ticket program. Was it three, four, five, six months down the road? You're like, okay, now I'm comfortable. He's like, I have this higher ticket item on the menu. We're selling, you know, at 20%. Uh, we have increased the, the, the price point of our six week was the transition then to say, okay, now we're going to train Bethany. Yeah. And I don't even think it took that long. I think I got through that eight weeks. Um, I got really familiar with it, started doing some consults. I had, I was, I had already trained her myself a little bit, um, which was great. So, she, you know, she already had a little bit of experience meeting with people. Um, but I don't think it was maybe all but two or three months later where she jumped into the calls and started getting trained up. Um, and then she started just absolutely crushing it right from the new year. Um, cause I got started in October. I I'm sure she started probably that January, 2023. Um, and she started crushing it. All right. So I think this is, this is the million dollar question. This is something that I've been burnt so many times that it's not funny. Uh, I hired uh, a guy to take over my sales position and this guy probably to this day, one of the most talented salespeople that I've ever met. Uh, his name was Vinny. Just, oh my gosh, the most, he had some cockiness to him. Some, I mean, he was just, I mean, he was just an absolute machine. Okay. But he didn't have some of the intangibles that is needed 
specifically selling the way that the way that we teach to sell the way that we teach to nurture and because of that uh our tcs dropped by about 80 percent overnight from the second that we hired him on now he was closing at i mean 70 75 percent so his closing percentage was good but he didn't have those intangibles so kind of where i start my search and i would highly recommend guys like you have to come up with the intangibles of the person that like are really connected to your core values before handing off the sales role. And I think that's something, would you agree with me, T Hutch? Like Bethany checks off all of those intangibles and she didn't have a ton of sales experience, correct? So kind of kind of go over like, like why did you pick Bethany to be, hey, this is gonna be my Robin to, to your Batman? Yeah, so, I mean, every gym owner can agree to this, but like, you know, your gym is your baby. Like you care so much about, it's really hard to even hand off a class, let alone having somebody do your sales for you. You know, like I remember the first time I had somebody take over my class, it was a really hard, um, when Bethany started, she actually started as a member at at my gym and we had the conversation. She, uh, was very interested in CrossFit. She was very interested in being a trainer or coach. And I just invited her in to shadow me and, and to offer somebody just say, Hey, like you can come and shadow me if you want for them to actually show up means a lot. She actually showed up multiple times to just watch me teach a class. Um, and then we hired her on to start training with me more and working the desk. And, uh, she started teaching her own classes. She got certified as a trainer, all that kind of stuff. But what really made me comfortable with her was, she had the same amount of drive and grit that I had. She was very, very interested in learning and developing her skills every day. She was the type of person, I mean, at 19 years old, she's reading books, taking courses, listening to podcasts on her drive to and from work every single day. She's telling me all these things that she's learning. And I'm like, there are not any, there's, there's nobody I know in my area that's doing this, let alone a 19, 20 year old kid. Like she's exactly how I was very driven to become better. Um, and I could just see that conviction in her and, um, you know, she wanted to be a better level of or a higher level of herself as a coach and, you know, being able to help other people too. So that's where I just started bringing her on more and more and more, having her start to do some of the sales um, and then we just made her the, the GM this year. So she's now the general manager, which is obviously something else we can get into, um, you know, later on as growing and hiring your team and stuff like that is going to be the next step, but it's just finding somebody that has those, the same exact goals and beliefs and conviction as you, and they have to have the same core values. They've got to be driven to help other people. That's basically what it comes down to. It doesn't really matter you know, how much experience you have with a certain, you know, fitness, like you can know all the science and all that stuff and be an expert in in multiple different avenues of fitness. But if you don't have that, that drive to help people and become your best, you might not be the best salesman or coach. So I love that. That's the biggest learning lesson that I've had when like, okay, I'm going to find someone to sell the program believe it or not, it has little to do like initially with the amount of talent that they have. And right. now we've built an eight week crash course that, Hey, we can like, you can give me someone with, you know, limited sales experience in over the course of eight weeks, like you could build them into, uh, Tristan shout out to Tristan. Who's, uh, 
think Tristan might be 22 or 23, brand new personal trainer, just got his certification. He's two weeks into our cohort. He's already sold three high ticket programs. Mm -hmm. So to show you, like Tristan came in shaking like a leaf those first couple calls. Like it was not, it wasn't very many pretty reps that he went through. But all of a sudden he just, he, he messes the group. T.S., you're in the group. Yep, I, like, I saw that. Yeah. I like, he always does this dog. He's like, the dog is here. I got my third high ticket. But that's a perfect yep. example, guys. Tristan is that perfect example of like, he's just got that, I don't know, the good guy, like that good guy, like salt of the earth uh, personality. Uh, he does it for the right reasons. He's the first one that shows up to our calls. He always, you know, logs in two to three minutes before everybody else, right? He's taking notes. He's doing all of those uh, important, you know, the, the, the intangibles. And because of that, like you can teach them on, uh, especially if you invest in a course with PTL or, an, you know, another sales course, you can teach them how to sell. So kind of what I would recommend guys, like if you're taking notes, write down three or four. And I love uh, what you said. Maybe it's a, a member. Maybe it's a current member. Okay. Maybe it's a former member. All right. Or maybe it's one of those team members that's been with your club for a while. And maybe on surface, you wouldn't think they'd be a sales killer, but they have all of those intangibles and they meet you know, just the, the, the kind of the, those core values that you represent. Uh, for me, that's always where uh, I would rather have that person and then teach them the skills rather than someone that they come in with an amazing skill set. They're not very coachable. And then they don't have all of those intangibles. Uh, would you agree, T. Huts? Like moving forward, like you're probably going to, you know, hire more salespeople. Uh, is it less about the, the the talent and more about the intangibles? Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I I think I can teach most of all the skills. Like I I want somebody with that personality and the same core values and beliefs that I have. That that's harder to find. I think um, once I find that, I can teach them the skills and the scripts and all that kind of stuff. Love it, uh, Jeff. How do we spell? Uh, he's a legend, uh, Jeff. He runs a gym out of very similar to you, Tias. I think it's like a town of five thousand yeah. people, right? So it's is Jeff. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. So it's, I call him Jeff W on our calls. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to pronounce it either. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to try to butcher Jeff's name. But the cool thing with him, very similar, he has two sales killers that we trained. And guess what? Yeah. Both of them are former clients. So Tina and Jessica, and my God, they close 90% of their sales at a high ticket right now. It's He has two talented moms, former members that they're passionate about helping other moms change. So their content hits, uh, they do all the dirty work that get, we're getting ready to, to talk about when it comes to the nurturing. Uh, Jeff is completely pulled out of sales. So guys, if you can find the right person to put on this bus that has the intangibles, uh, and you just, you find the proper education to, to teach them how to sell. Uh, it's it really the, it's, you can, you can definitely pull yourself out, maybe not a hundred percent, but you can definitely share time like TH is doing right now. Um, anything else TH that you want to add in regards to, to what you're looking for when, when coming up with like, Hey, who, who's the type of person that I'm going to put in charge of sales? Well, I think you just kind of said it with Jeff, you know, he found two busy moms who went through his program who are now selling and coaching busy moms. So if you're looking for a really good salesman, who is your ideal avatar and yeah. find that person and train them to sell and fulfill their own avatar. I mean, uh, a busy mom is going to be able to connect and relate with another busy mom way better than me or you could, you know? So, and that's what makes them such a great salesman because we're not selling, you know, 
selling is not telling somebody about a program. It's helping them through their, the problems, right? You know, so they're able to connect and tell stories. That's what really leads to the sale. It's not, Hey, we have this and this and this, here's all the stuff we've got. It's, it's having a conversation deep with somebody, understanding where their pain point is, being able to connect with them and relate to them and helping them overcome the problem. So if you can find somebody that can do that, just whoever your avatar is, find that, that match, that matching person and train them. I love it. And Jeff is living proof when you have two of them, uh, especially in the world right now to where every gym that we're working with T Hutch is what's the one thing they want. They want more leads. Uh, you can kind of get that two for, and we're getting ready to transition into like, Hey, the sales role just isn't sitting down. It's, it's also doing a lot of the, the, the things outside of the console, uh, but it really does connect to if you find the right salesperson that you also get them committed to sharing their story, specifically if it attaches to your avatar, you can double or triple your lead flow. So it's kind of, you can kind of get the two for one. You can get, you know, you can 4X your leads uh, while also pulling yourself out of the uh, the, the, the sales chair. Um, so step number one, step number two, I think we've covered them in detail, right, T. Hutch? Yeah. It is having a high yeah. offer on the menu is an absolute necessity, Okay. Step number two is finding and really defining those, those core characteristics, the core values. What are you really looking for in your salesperson? Then you yes. can hire us to teach them or someone else. So like now they're trained up. Okay. Let's, so it's hypothetically, they're trained up. They're, they're in the right seat on the bus. Okay. You have a higher ticket offer on the menu. Okay. So the next step is, okay. So you have to hold them accountable. This is where I see the majority of gym owners drop the ball. It's okay. Maybe you find someone that, hey, they got some talent. They're, they're having the intangibles. Uh, in my experience, though, if you don't have the right structure in place to hold them accountable, it is a house of cards. So with that being said, T. Hutch, like what are some of the things that you are doing? Uh, and before the call, you mentioned you and Bethany kind of do some things together. How are you making sure that she's doing uh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's when it comes to uh, what her expectations are when it comes to the sales role? Yeah. So, you know, we hold each other accountable. It's got to be a team effort. And, and so basically, you know, as soon as we get a lead in, if, if it's going to be her taking on that lead for the consult, you know, we both have an agreement like, hey, we need to send out a reminder. You know, we've been burned way too many times in the past. They don't show up. So it's sending them a reminder, showing up for the consult, going through the consult. We have laid out the whole entire client journey on paper. That's another big thing that you guys need to have is what does that client journey look like and what is required of that coach to fulfill on that? So she knows exactly what her jobs and duties are from start to finish and the, the great thing is, is every single week we do a coaches meeting and we go over our wins and struggles. So if there's anything that she's struggling with, you know, we can work on it together as a team. And I can also ask her how, how are her clients doing? Um, you know, is there anybody struggling? What do we need to work on? Is she doing X, Y, and Z? Um, so that's another big thing. I would just, I would say the two main things are make sure that you have your expectations laid out. Mm -hmm. in, in a formula or in like a journey of like step-by-step, step, super simple. What do you need to do from step one to step 10, whatever it is. And then you've got to hold them accountable to it. Um, I would highly recommend doing meetings or huddles with your team on a regular basis. You have to, it's, you, you said something really key there, TS, and this is what's taken me a long time. It's 
you can't just tell your, 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 your salespeople to go out there and nurture harder, right? It's like, well, make sure you're contacting the leads, right? Like it's so important that you're building a structure with like, this is the exact text message to send, right? This is the exact follow-up to send, right? This is the exact video to send an hour before they come in for their consult. So like it has to be built out. The analogy I always use, you got to treat everyone like my son Braxton. Like that's the way I mentor gym owners. It's like, all right, like how can we braxify this a little bit more? So that's so, so vital. Uh, an example that I utilize, uh, one of the gyms that that we own out of uh, Toronto, one of our green lights by Big Joe. He had all intentions and shout out to Joe, like he's following through now, but he wasn't following through on his nurturing. So what we did is we even built him in a habit tracker for his potential nurturing slots. So for him, uh, don't quote me on this, but one of them was uh, uh, on his drive-in to the to the studio. He did one slot on his daily walk. He did another slot on his drive home. And then he, we called it a Saturday closer to where we really defined those nurture slots. And then like Tia said, every Tuesday at 9.30 PST, Joe and I, we have our conversation and we look at his nurture tracker. Just by implementing that, Joe's very talented when it comes to to. Uh, to PCs, he's tripled his PCs just from that, that tactic, right? That strategy of you have to build in the accountability and then you really have to break it down step by step. Here's going to be the expectations in order for you to thrive. Here's the ABC uh, recipe um, in order to sit down with X number of people a week. Um, anything else to add T Hutch to, I mean, it's, it's really simple. It's like, you have to have that journey clear expectations. Uh, you have to have a way to track it. Uh, and then you yeah. have to have, uh, I've tried doing biweekly meetings. They don't work. It has to be on a weekly basis, specifically with sales, because most of sales guys, it's right up here. Like when you do an O for three or an O for four, uh, you're going to feel like it's the end of the world. So it's, I would say it's mandatory. Once you guys find your person that you're having a weekly meeting with them with the exact KPIs that you're tracking like a hawk. Yeah. Um, that's a good point because actually Bethany um, and my other coaches, they do use a habit tracker just to make sure that they're doing what they want to do on a weekly basis or what they need to do. Um, and I just sat down with them. It was a couple of months ago. I was like, Hey, what do you want me to hold you guys accountable to put it on your tracker and we'll, and we'll check it every week during our coaches meeting. So um, that way, you know, everybody needs that accountability. They need that little bit of push, you know? Um, so that really helps. The other thing I would want to add in there when you're looking for somebody to take on a sales role or a fulfillment role, maybe they're doing the mentorships. That's another thing is a lot of these gym owners are doing all the mentorships. Mm -hmm. So how do you find somebody that can actually be a coach and fulfill on the mentorships in your place? Like Jeff, like, you know, his, his two coaches, they do the fulfillment and the sales. And he's like, I don't even know what to do right now, but it's kind of nice, you know? Um, and so I just sat down with my coaches and I asked, you know, DeLorean and Bethany and Caitlin, you know, what do you really love as, as a coach? Is it the one-on-one? -on -one? Is it the group? Is it the nutrition and fulfillment? You know, DeLorean loves doing one-on-one -on -one and training athletes. So guess what I'm doing? I'm pushing all the one-on-ones and athletes to him. Bethany loves the nutrition and she loves the accountability and the mentorship. So guess what? She's not only helping me with sales, she's taking on the majority of those yeah. nutrition and mentorship clients. So they're able to do a much better job at the training that they're doing because they actually like it and enjoy it. 
So that's another thing that you'd want to look out for is make sure that your coaches actually love and enjoy the job and the role that they're assigned to. I love it. I love it. And, and keep in mind too, guys, this is what I'm going to challenge you. Like some people, like maybe they don't feel that they're a perfect fit for a sales role. Like I can't tell you how many people are like, I don't know if this person's going to be a good fit, but I'm telling you, if they have those intangibles, uh, man, it's, I, I could tell you how many of our legends, they came in, they're a little bit shy, but especially when you're selling a higher ticket uh, mentorship program, like they can align with it so well. Some of the best salespeople that I see uh, coming from the cohort, they come in very raw, right? And kind of, they have that little birdie in the back of their head saying like, I don't know if I'm meant for this. Uh, and they come out after eight weeks, just just absolute killers. So um, Tia, do you have anything else to add to today's conversation? I think we kind of covered the, the pillars in detail. I mean, yeah, I mean, other than just recapping and, and going out there and actually taking action on it, yeah, um, that's going to be the biggest thing is, is just like we do with our client list. Like, what did you just have do, the cohort do? Write down 100 names that yes. you want to reach out to. It's not going to be 100 people, but, you know, can you think of five people that would be a really great fit as a coach, whether that's fulfillment or maybe it's sales and this have the conversation with them. Maybe you've got a coach right now that's teaching classes that wants to be a full-time coach. You know, how can you offer them the opportunity to make some extra income and do what they absolutely love? You got to have that conversation with them. Um, you know, we've been doing that with a lot of the guys within PTL is like, Hey, do you have a coach that actually wants to make this a career? Um, start having the conversation and show them what's possible. Hey, if you sell a $2,000 program, yeah. you know, there's a chance that you can make $500, $600, whatever you want to pay them, um, figure out how many they need to sell and they can make however much money they want. Love it. It's, it's the same thing guys, the way that we teach from a, from a, where to find your first four to five, like mentorship clients, like typically they're not going to come from, from Facebook leads, right? Like a lot of the times it's going to come from your, your curtain garden of clients who have worked with you for years. It's the same thing when you're looking to, to hire, uh, always start from within someone that's, you know, been through your program, understand what you're about, your core values, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Those are the people you can teach these skills. So uh, I would say number one action come out of this call guys. Uh, if you're, if you're thinking about like, Hey, you know, I'm, I do good with sales, but I, I can't do this thing forever. Like, write down three, four, five people, either former clients, okay? Or maybe it's current coaches that maybe they're not doing a sales role right now, but like everything that TS and I are talking about, they're, they're checking off a lot of those boxes. Then just set up a conversation with them and, and sit down and, and see potentially if they'd be interested. Uh, but I think there's a really good kind of like finishing point today, T Hutch. It's like, it's it starts with action, start there. And here's the bottom line. Here's the cool thing, guys. Like, I'm very passionate. T Hutch, who's actually, shout out to T Hutch too. He's actually coming on board. You're not a full-time PT Legends coach yet, but uh, we're working our way there. <laughs> T Hutch and I, we love coaching, not just gym owners, but the gym owners who they want to bring in one of their uh, associates into the program. Uh, Eric G, who's going through our program right now, he has a will. Young Will, uh, mid-20s kid. He's just going to be an absolute uh, machine gun at the, at the end of these eight weeks. So uh, for anyone listening, any gym owners that are listening, if you want you or, and maybe a coach to come and check out one of our cohort calls, just uh, put legend in the comments. And either myself or T. Hutch will Josh, or Josh Price will outreach to you. Uh, we always like to say, like, before you sign up with this, like, give us a test run. It's, you know, we're going to give you the keys to the Lambo. 
come to a couple of cohort calls, make sure it's going to be a good fit for you. But uh, I'm super passionate just in TH is the same, just not training and coaching gym owners uh, to, to, how, to how to sell programs, but also uh, the, the coaches, uh, because yeah. it's gym owner freedom. You're not going to be able to achieve freedom, guys, if you're doing all the fulfillment, all of the coaching, all of the sales. So um, anything else to add to you before we shut this thing down? Yeah, I'm just to kind of piggyback off of that, like when we talk about scaling, um, you know, that that's the plan for me is to get Bethany and Deloren where they want to be with their career. Um, so you mentioned like bringing on a coach and giving them opportunity. Like I get really excited when Bethany's meeting her goal as far as the amount of money she wants to make and the amount of people that she's able to impact. And so it's very fulfilling for me as a coach to help her grow and get better and make sales and, and earn the in income she wants to earn. And that's not only helping her, but it's also helping me scale the business. So that's kind of that stage that we're trying to get everybody into is how can we, we get into the position where we're the mayor of the gym and we're, we're scaling out of our gyms um, and getting where we want to be. So it all starts with the team and sales. That's it. I love it, guys. So just comment below if you want to join one of our cohort calls. Bring your plus in. We're gonna uh, we're getting into some juicy topics next week. Uh, we're actually covering the I have to think about it objection in one of our cohorts, uh, and then the other cohort we're gonna go over on how to properly pitch your high ticket program. So comment legend in the comments. Uh, we'll outreach to you, get you over that Zoom link, and uh, we'll get you on the schedule for next week. Uh, appreciate you guys, and we will see you same beautiful time, same beautiful channel next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 a month or more this month by making more money with less clients and create a consistent flow of high quality leads, you can learn about what it's like to work with me and how ridiculously affordable it is at coachscottcarpenter.com. And if you got any value out of this episode, please pay it forward and leave a review for this show. It helps other gym owners find the answers to the huge problems that we all share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.